Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, we are here. Part two, baby. Part two of Ariel freaking castro caroline do you remember any of the story uh, I, yes because you made me close the computer <laughs> and really i had to listen attention. to the whole thing and i didn't cheat you told me not to go listen and read i only did up to the part that we got to oh i don't but believe i you. promise i have no idea do i need a bible maybe promise on the bible oh i i would yeah i i okay no. A promise on the um, testacuzzi. Testacuzzi. Promise on the testacuzzi. On the testacuzzi. Okay, so I actually read another book or listened to another book in between. But on the same guy? Well, what it was is so we've talked about Michelle and we've talked about Amanda. And and then when we left off, they had just kidnapped Gina. He had just kidnapped Gina. Well, Michelle wrote our own book, and that's what I read at first, because oh. she's the one that had the hardest life. She's the one that had all the drama in the beginning. Well, Gina and Amanda wrote a book together about their story. But, I mean, it really didn't change much. It's just um, like it was good hearing, because I really think it was their voices. Whoever did the voices on the Audible, they nailed them. Like, it was just really good. So oh, if y'all just they wanna, do different voices? Yeah, on this one, they had... A voice for Amanda, a voice for Gina, and the voice for the male, like, investigator that was, like, doing uh, the other. It was really good. Do you get, like, one book? Or how does that Audible work? You just, it's a credit is worth one book. So, I I have, like, ten credits built up. Oh. So, I'd listen to the Michelle Knight one, and then I was like, oh, well, I need to hear Amanda and Gina's side. So, then I listen to that, and it's just good. It's like you do your podcast. You just listen when you're. Yeah. But that's it because Audible has not given us any money to be oh. telling all their business like that. Mm. On a horrible. On a horrible. <laughs> no, it's great. No, it's great. It's really great when you just don't have time to sit down and read. Okay, so um, we left off at Gina de Jesus. And she was, had, had just got kidnapped. So I'll just kind of recap. She was the 14-year-old one. Mm-hmm. Okay, she... Um, was actually walking home from school with uh, Ariel's daughter, Arlene. And they split ways, and Ariel just happens to pull, come up. What about Emily? That's another sister. Emily. Oh, okay. There's... So Michelle knew Emily, and Amanda knew Emily and the brother. Well, Gina knows Arlene. I should have wrote another this down daughter. so I could have yeah. pictures of these stick of figures. all the people. Yeah. 
Well, we are going to finish this really strong, and it has some good endings. So it's going to get a little depressing, but then it has a good ending. So Gina's now with Ariel. He tricked her into let's go looking for Arlene, right? Because she had just left Arlene, and he pulled up, and he was like, let's find Hey, have you seen Arlene? Let's go find her. So anyways, he she gets stuck in his trap. What's crazy is that when he got her he kept her secluded so she had no idea anybody was in the house yet so she didn't know michelle was over there she didn't know was amanda was over there and then he didn't even rape her for like a month he just tied her up like in the basement like he he did the other ones he didn't be he was ugly to her and he starved her and like you know stuff like that he just wanted to have control over another well he didn't know until after he got her, that he is friends with Gina's dad. They played in the band together. They went to high school together. Oh. He was stalking another girl and accidentally uh, got Gina. Oh. Yeah. The this, wrong one that he had his eye on? Yes. He was going for another girl, but it looked like Gina, and just act, Gina was there. He thought it was the other girl he was stalking and got Gina. Oh, no. Well. Um, so... Because Gina's mom is like with it and was expecting her, she reported her missing like quick, like within a couple hours. And um, now, and then she was extra worried because I don't know if I said before, but Gina has special needs. Like she is, has an intellectual disability. So Mm -hmm. she was basically like a nine-year-old, even though she's 14. So Um, she was a little bit behind. And so uh, you could probably see why she was probably a good target yeah um even though he didn't even mean to get her so police were searching immediately they had hound dogs they had made flyers because they had just gone through this with amanda berry and in the beginning they didn't want to take the amanda berry one seriously they thought maybe she ran away and remember this is kind of like the slum part of cleveland so they tend to like shun a lot of crimes, like just brush them under the rug. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's a bad part of town. They probably ran away. They're probably on drugs mm-hmm. when really they're missing. So now Amanda Berry's missing and Gina's missing. So the FBI comes in and so they have some help. Wow. Nobody no, is even missing Michelle yet at all. Oh, wow. So Michelle's there. They're watching the news. And it's only about Gina and Amanda. So um, after about a month, Ariel brought Gina up into a room where he finally decides to rape her. Uh. He rapes her every way you can rape her. Uh. And then when he's done, he gets up and says, oh, it's time to celebrate. You lost your virginity. (gasps) And he told her, you will never forget me now. You never forget your first. Oh, no. He poured some wine and made Uh, her drink it. She still don't like the taste of wine. I don't blame her. So so she's there. She don't know everybody else is there yet. In the meantime, Amanda Berry's parents and Gina DeJesus' parents, they're like all over the news. They're looking for their daughter. They're not giving up. And... Ariel has brought them a TV and makes them watch when their parents are on the news oh my gosh. just to torture them. Mess with their mind. Mess with their mind. 
Um, and so the parents, like you can see how stressed they are. They're not eating, they're not sleeping, and they're very active in the search. Um, Ariel, because he knows the family, <clears throat> actually participated in mm. the search mm -hmm. for Gina de Jesus. He went to the family's house and said, I want to help, and he helped. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, asshole. it's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. So let's just talk about like how many times that the girls probably could have been saved. People in Ariel's life just ignored the obvious. Ariel had a girlfriend named Lillian that would come to the house often. But Lillian wasn't allowed to go upstairs. That's weird. I mean, that's weird. I mean, how how do you not? How can you not go upstairs to your boyfriend's house? He she wasn't allowed to go past the kitchen, so it was like kitchen, living room access only. So if they had sex, it would be on the couch. She later reports saying, "I remember hearing TVs upstairs, and when I asked him about it, he just gave some like random excuse, but she but she believed it. So it's like, listen, Lillian." How, like, desperate or stupid are you? Bro. I wonder if she changed her name. She probably did. It's oh, probably not even Lillian. But she didn't live there. She just would come and... She would come and she would... But she wasn't allowed to go into certain rooms. She wasn't allowed to go to certain rooms. She never strange. asked why. Like, it's just... It's sketchy. Like, I... If I've got a new boyfriend, like, maybe not the first time, but I'm going to need to see the whole house. Yeah. I mean, that's a normal thing. Yeah. So, and so Lillian, you know, probably could have been a little bit more nosy. So in 2004, police come to Ariel Castro's house for a child abduction endangerment charge. So it's like, oh, yeah, what? great. How did they find out? They're about to arrest him, right? No. Remember, did I tell you he's an elementary school bus driver? Bus driver, yeah. Yeah. So one day... He so usually he drives in the morning, picks up like 60 kids, drops them off at some elementary schools. Well, he took a midday shift, and this day he was picking up two kids with ADHD, and they went to like some special ADHD kid program. I don't know. Well, one of them he dropped off, and the other one he kept on the bus. And then he just drove around with this kid on the bus, it was a little boy, and took his fat ass to Wendy's. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go to McDonald's. That's all he eats at McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's, McDonald's. Well, now it's Wendy's. He's probably had McDonald's four for, for breakfast. Got him a faux for faux <laughs> or junior bacon or something. Uh, smooth. Um, no, what's frosty. Frosty. He wants to dip his french fries in the Got frosty. him a frosty. Well, and just left the kid on the bus. It's freezing, like in the middle of winter in Cleveland. Cussed at the kid. Like he didn't do, this was all inappropriate, but not anything sexually. But then I wonder if it was a girl, would he have? Oh, it was a little a, boy? It was a little four-year-old boy or five-year-old boy. So then he stuffs his face, comes back on the bus, drives around town, goes to a park, reads the paper. Kid's still on the bus, like crying, scared to death under the seat. <gasps> then he drops the kid back off at home two hours or at school two hours late. And so the mom reports him. Oh. So police gets called. You know, that's why he went to the they went to the house and he didn't answer the door. So the police are just like, done, case closed. Like, let's not oh, worry about no. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Shut Cleveland ISD doesn't fire him, doesn't press any charges. They suspend him for 60 days. And so he goes right back to driving buses 
same route. That kid probably still has to see him. Oh, my gosh. So now it's a little bit after Gina has been there. And her birthday, um, there was a tip called into the FBI. Oh. Yes. And so this tip told the FBI, go look at a Mexican male or Hispanic male named Fernando Colon. Oh. So it's like, where do they get this name from? Well, Fernando happens to be married to Ariel Castro's ex-wife. So ex-wife oh. finally got away from Castro because he was he'd beat her ass all the time. Mm-hmm. That will come out here in a minute. Um, and so she's now with Fernando. So I guess. So who do you think called that tip in? Uh, he did. Probably him. <laughs> But police take it serious, so they go pick up Fernando, and they give him a polygraph, and they do all these things. Well, they figure out he's oh not yet on the way home from FBI's dropping off Fernando because they're like, he didn't do it. Yeah. Fernando says, I need y'all. Y'all need to investigate Ariel Castro. He knows he has ties to all these kids. Like all these families, he knows Gina De Jesus's family, and he used to beat his wife to the point and lock her up in the house so that she couldn't leave for days at a time, rape her to the point, like beat her so bad that she had a traumatic brain injury and had <gasps> to get surgery. And then when she left him, he would kidnap his own kids from her and keep them at his house for a couple of days just to keep them away from the mama. Oh my God. And so the FBI never went uh-uh. and investigated what? Ariel. They denied that conversation ever happened. So it's really like their <sighs> word against his, mm. but why you, I mean, what does he got to lose? What? Yeah. Like what, where's the harm in it? So they're there for a little bit, and now he's beginning to call Amanda Berry like his wife. That's his favorite. She's He thinks she's the prettiest one, so he keeps her separate from everybody. She was favorite. And so um, Amanda's also the one that kept the most detailed journals. So every once in a while, he would buy them like these notebooks uh-huh. because, remember, he'd throw money after he raped them. So they would give him like a couple dollars. Can you buy some paper, please? They wanted something. Well, Amanda wrote daily detailed journals on these journals on paper napkins on brown paper back like anything she can get her hands on because she didn't want to forget she didn't want to forget she knew she was getting out of there she just didn't know when at the top of each entry had the dates Mm because remember they had the tv so now they know like what each day is she would write three x or 2x or 4x that's how many, how many times, times she was oh she gosh. was raped in that day oh. but what's crazy is she she might have been getting raped three times but so was gina and so was michelle like all in the same day like the libido this guy has yeah obviously is on a lot of viagra i mean he's a 100 percent sadist so later on, he ends up saying that, um, okay, so when he would rape them, he would give them basically like uh, a script of what they had to say, how much they liked it, how big his <gasps> little short viney weenie Vienna sausage penis is not. Tiramisu sausage. Tiramisu. <laughs> he was like tiramisu. Um, and then later on, he convinced himself that 
that's it was consensual they used to tell me how much they liked it this is so similar to my case your case next week next week get ready they're uh, they're just all crazy so 2005 a sketch was released of a man lurking around gina de jesus's school okay who's the sketch of so you pull up the sketch and guess what it's Ariel Castro. Remember, we talked about sketches on the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, Did it look obviously, like it looked like him, according what? to everybody else. But the people in his life and the people who worked at the school that he was employed at obviously didn't recognize it. So maybe oh it did. Maybe it didn't. Yeah. Maybe there's a thousand short, fat Puerto Ricans that live in Cleveland like that look just like him. Um, but... He later confesses and says he was lurking around the school, stalking that other girl, but not stalking Gina. Oh, my. Um, And so this is what I think is crazy is like, ex-wife, did you not recognize the sketch? De Jesus, family, you know Ariel. So here's this picture of this man that looks like Ariel. Like, I don't know. Did it not? I don't understand. But I'm not in the situation. Oh. Well, I mean, maybe the ex-wife was like, we've already tried and they're not yeah, listening to us. Yeah, they very well could be like, well, we tried. They don't believe us. So it gets a little bit more twisted. Oh so my. Amanda's family, the second girl, mm-hmm. they have a vigil because it's um, like one of the dates. It's a date. She was kidnapped before her, the day before her birthday. So the vigil was like birthday plus the day she was being kidnapped. Oh, wow. And um, it was all on the news. And he turns on the TV and makes them watch it. And then he brings up a cake and lights the cake and basically is like, happy kidnap anniversary. Oh, no. Happy abductive. Like, what do you call that? Abductiversary? What is the difference in kidnap and abduction? Is it like. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up because I don't know either. Is kidnap like with an, an age? H? I don't know. I'm going to find out. Who knows? Y'all should email us and tell us. Like the listener emailed us and told us exactly what Ginkobaloba. It's like Rocky Balboa. Ginkgo Baloba. Baloba. And she told us, what is it for again? Improves blood flow to the brain and may help ease a number of circulation problems. Yes. And I do have circulation problems. Because you bruise. Well, I guess I bruise too, but but your hands are purple all the time. Yeah, and I have circulation problems, so obviously I need it. Bye. Bye. Um, Your nails look real good, by the way. Oh, thanks. I got them done so I could go to Orlando and sit in uh, the hotels. Oh, by the way, we need to tell Caroline. (sighs) Can y'all send her an email and tell her she's a failure at life and at being a true crime podcaster because she did not go to Casey Anthony's. I didn't House. have a way in time. I didn't have a uh-uh, way. Uh-uh, Uber. That's, uh-uh. It's Uber. It's when am Lyft. I supposed to go at, like, when? At, like, 10? I don't sleep. <laughs> she goes to sleep so early. And she didn't find Brian, Brian Laundry when she was in Florida. Listen, so I'm all over him. I'm all over, I'm all over him and his stupid story and his stupid parents. Everybody's stupid. <clears throat> okay, so here's this vigil. He get brings them a cake, makes them celebrate her anniversary, and then every year after that, they would all get cake 
on the day that they went missing. Oh, my God. He would make them celebrate how long they've been a quote-unquote family. He thinks it's like their family, like in his head. He is good to them. So now it's 2006. Okay, so Amanda watched the news uh, vigilantly. What's the word? Vigilantly? Like all the time, constantly. All the time, constantly. Because that's how she, it comforted her to see her sister. That's how she found out her sister had a kid. Wow. She, and she, it's the, any glimpse she can get of her mom, that's how she also found out that her mom died <gasps> of a wow. heart condition. And um, her friends, the mom's friends and family said she died of a broken heart because she missed. She never oh. got over Never got over losing her Do you know daughter. How many years after it was that she that she was missing by the time I she think died? this is three years because I think she was abducted in two thousand three and this is two thousand six. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what was crazy is that she had so much hope, so much hope, so much hope. Then she went on the Montel Jordan, Montel Williams show. Oh my gosh. And psychic Sylvia Brown. Do you remember her? No. Okay, <laughs> but you said psychic. psychic. Sylvia like, Brown, oh Mike does like she was. Well, she would be all over the news. Like people thought she was legit. Well, she went on the Montel Jordan Williams, Williams show and basically told Amanda Berry's mom that she's in water. You will not see her until and you're in heaven. So after that, her her faith in. Her daughter being alive, like, was done. Oh, and so she went, like, downhill. And so she ended up getting sick, and she ended up dying. Way to go, So psychic. imagine finding out your mom dies on the news. You can do nothing about it. Then he comes in here and, and uh -uh. there and rapes her multiple oh, times. Ariel Castro. Listen, any of y'all Castros out there, I can't talk to you for at least a week. Listen. I'm real mad. You know. I saw a little short, fat Mexican guy. I'm half Mexican. I can say this. Like, <laughs> when I was um, at the stoplight, and he was, like, taking out his, like, moving his trash to the curb, and I was like, look at fucking Ariel Castro. <laughs> Listen. Pissing me I off. went to prom with Justin Castro, and he's not a murderer. Oh, okay. You love him? Yeah, we're in love. He's married and has kids, so we're not. Oh, okay. Just joking. You go get Justin beat up. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> What if he's, oh, never mind. Let me, let me not get off. Okay. <laughs> so after being raped and after finding out her mom is gone, she's at an all time low. And then she is sick with morning sickness for like two weeks straight. She's oh, pregnant. No. She's pregnant. And so she's scared to death because in her mind, she's like, okay, my mom died. Maybe this is her way of, like having life like maybe this is her gift to me yeah and she's scared that ariel castro is gonna make her abort oh, the baby oh wait what's like story? michelle that was michelle oh, oh my gosh i got all these <laughs> so stories many story, i know I was like which story is the one where he made him sit on the toilet her so he would make oh, michelle and then got mad at her and would beat her every time oh my gosh and so she was scared that would happen but when he found out he was happy because that's his favorite one that's his favorite one mm. so now they yeah. can really be a family but let me talk tell you about the filth that they had and to the leave. girlfriend is still coming L Leslie well, or whatever her name is? after a couple years, Leilani? Lillian, Lillian, he breaks up with Lillian through a letter with stamps. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> a letter with Dude, stamps, he's still one of not my a stamps. label, a 
stamp. Stamps.com. <laughs> and he wrote her a letter and was just like, too, he, and he says he couldn't juggle it all. He couldn't juggle oh, I'm so three sorry women. Like, you. how much semen do you have? Like, you're, how many you're raping times, them how multiple much sex times can a day. You have? <clears throat> it's, you're raping them multiple times a day. And they're getting pregnant, and then you got you got a girlfriend, and he would go out a lot and bring women home to this filthy, disgusting house, have like random sex with them, and then like hookers or something or sex probably. Yeah, and they it had to be hookers. I don't know. He probably paying them McDonald's. Will (laughs) paying them and make. I mean, he had to like go get all this food for all these, unless he just gave them like yeah French fry or something. Well. It'll come out later on that people are like, why would he have all this food? Like he would go to his mom's house and eat, but he'd like take home like all the leftovers. And they're like, it's just you. I mean, you're fat and greasy and gross, but it's just you. He's like Lawrence Singleton. He's just fat, greasy, and sweaty and nasty. Uh, The big old nose. Gross, gross. He don't deserve the name Ariel. No. Okay, so the filth that they're you want to be a mermaid. <laughs> because I want to be a mermaid. <laughs> and that would be my mermaid name. I know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> obviously. What other mermaid name would you choose? <laughs> so he would, they couldn't go to the bathroom, right? So he'd put a bucket in their room and they have to pee and poop. And if they were on their rag, like everything like went in this bucket. But he had to dump it, but he wouldn't. So it would overflow a lot of the time because he was just too lazy to like take it and dump it wherever you would dump it. I don't know. So, um, there was nothing on their mattress, like no sheets. So they would sleep on this mattress, but they, he wouldn't let them take consistent showers. He would rape them. He would beat them. And he'd only like, you'd have to have one roll of toilet paper and have to last for months. Like he was just that cheap. So they got bed sores. They were filthy. There were bed bugs. Like the place was, and then he would make them, the place was filthy. When he fed them, he fed them here and there until the baby came and he fed them more. But he gave them like old McDonald's. Like not like went to McDonald's and like brought it up, but it like was stale like stale French fries. Yes, stale, cold, car see under your car, seat. rotten food. Like old beans smell bad, anyways. They taste good, but they smell bad. Like rotten beans. Sometimes the food would be moldy and spoiled, and he would just like make them eat it. Um, like it's just a nightmare, 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 nightmare. <laughs> Tony said four times. <laughs> You know who else had bed bugs? Who? Dirty Chad. At but your it house? was a lie. A shock. What? He lied about it. He said he had to was sent home from work because he caught bed bugs from a patient because this is when he was working at like a healthcare place. Oh, I remember. He stole money from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he lied about it. I asked his coworker and I text because she was coming to camp and I messaged her and I was like. Can you, just, how do you know you got big bugs? I was like, does is there bed bugs going around? And she was like, what? No. Oh, and I te- and I said something to him, and I, he was like, well, I'm so- I don't even know what he said, but he still said, oh, what the <laughs> hell? And oh. he really just probably got fired for stealing that money. Yeah, I think that was before. Like he just didn't want to go to work that uh, day, so I made up the story about he about he had he couldn't go to the office because they're cleaning the office for bed bugs or some shit like that. Uh, I don't know. Just say I don't feel like going to work. That's such right? an easier like you would think. Such an easier 
I would think thing so. to do. Um, okay, so there was a point in time where his okay, so his kids would come over all the time, but they weren't like Lillian weren't allowed, allowed to go up to go past the kitchen up. Oh my gosh. And and like they used to live there, and then on the outside of the house, it was boarded up on the top floor. So I'm just I have to wrap my mind about like how sketchy this is. Like, go to Ariel's house. Even the band members couldn't go past the kitchen. Upstairs was boarded up. Like, you didn't even wonder, like, how do you not think this is sketchy? I have two neighbors right now in my little neighborhood that all, if a kid goes missing, it's them. Like, I watch, <laughs> like, I literally have two. And I oh, tell no. Sophie all the time, I was like, this, I think they both have little boys. Listen, somewhere it's the, trapped in there. It's the I just need a reason expect, to call. But- not with this guy. No. This like guy's dirty and gross. But it's a bad neighborhood and people's houses are boarded up all the time. Like mm. it's just. Gross. Yeah. So what was I saying? So well, oh, I know the difference toddler. between kidnapping and abduction now. Oh, what is it? Well, just keep going. I'll tell you later. Okay. So kids would come over and the grandson was young and he wanted to go upstairs and he was adamant, and he was adamant. So Ariel goes up to the girls, and he says, hey, my grandson's about to come in and hide the chains. I don't want to scare him, and you better not say shit. Like, basically, don't yell, because the other kids are down, like, the old, oh, the parents are downstairs. So the little boy goes up, opens, he Ariel opens the door for him, and he sees Michelle and Gina, and like what they they don't he doesn't even see the chains and he screams like bloody murder like cries for his mom runs downstairs <gasps> that was their chance they say later on like if I would have screamed yeah they might have came up there and saw him where it could have ended then well they didn't because they were like and sh- they are they probably- in on it are they in on it oh, or, or is this going to add more people that are just going to come up here and rape me and plus he had he had them so scared because they tried and tried so um but what's crazy is this little boy goes back home and says uh calling him up and they said what is this so-and-so says you have girls up there what are they talking about i'm coming over i demand to see the room so they call him and warn him. So guess what he does? Hides him. Hides him down in the basement. Oh ties them to a pole, chains them, takes their mattress down there, and then they come and they check. He cleans up the room a little bit, comes and checks the room, and they're like, "Oh, okay." But what's in the basement? And he goes, "Oh, you can't go down there because it's messy. I haven't cleaned it since y'all left. I'm just embarrassed." Oh yeah, right. Mm. And so they're like, "Okay, but we're gonna come back next week because we want to see that basement." So he keeps them in that basement for three oh, weeks in the middle of the summer, and it's hot oh, as hell. Oh no! And then when they said they're coming oh, back, so he puts them in a van in the garage in the middle of the summer, cracks the windows plugs up a a fan and chains them to the seats. So they're still trapped. He puts some snacks in there. He puts their pee bucket in there. But they're inside of a garage, inside of a van. Is this the first time that all three of them were together? Yes, down in the basement. And, And they've all hated each, like Gina and Michelle were friends. But they hated Amanda because he would put these mind, like he would play mind games oh, with yeah. them. So it was like 
three women are hard to get along anyways. But then in this situation, like there's a lot of jealousy. Like does she get her food first because she's the favorites? Oh like it just gets really Gosh. weird. And they said when you have nothing, everything matters. Yeah. Like everything matters. And so they were at each other's throat for a while. So during this time that Amanda Barry was pregnant, Michelle got pregnant again, and he force-fed her soda. Michelle got pregnant for the fourth time. He force-fed her soda, kicked her and punched her until she gave birth to the baby on the bed, and she watched life leave the baby's body. And then she kind of was mad at Amanda because she got to be pregnant, and he was, like, feeding her more food, because she was pregnant. So that was that was kind of like always an issue like in the house. Oh so on Christmas Day, Amanda Berry went into labor. Michelle, the one who's had five miscarriages by mm. now, is the one that was forced by gun to deliver the baby. And if in a swimming pool in the top How can floor. You be forced to have the baby. No, a force to deliver the baby i'm sorry i know but oh like deliver, to be the nurse lady yes so oh. he unhooked a michelle to come in the room with amanda and held a gun to her head to deliver amanda's baby and said that she will die if something happens to the baby so then the baby's born and it's not breathing and it's blue and michelle remember dropped out of school in 14 years old she was with it enough and like it was probably like fight or flight she performed cpr on the baby and the baby lived and they named that baby jocelyn and ariel loved this baby and from then on he was semi nicer than he was before so they ate more consistently and it wasn't moldy and it wasn't old it was still like should he make like what do you think a McDonald's does to hit them right now? Like when you had to eat McDonald's every day. I don't know. It's like that documentary of McDonald's. Mm -mm. I didn't even give it time. I'm not even going to watch it. <laughs> it's really old. <laughs> oh, where the guy ate it every day. For like 30 days. I yes. don't know how many days. But a lot of days. He probably had like real bad cholesterol. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about how sick they were when they finally get rescued. Oh, my God. I mean, I went three days with eating not normal food and you just. You don't. I mean, let's. Listen, I compared a kidney stone. Oh, supersize me. Mike said it's called supersize me. Oh, yeah, me. that is. It is. That did is he write a called. sign to you? Yeah, he did. Jacob. So as Jocelyn's growing, Amanda is wants to be the best mom she can be. So she sets up, begs for these things, and she sets up a little classroom in Jocelyn in their bedroom. And she has real class for Jocelyn as best as she can every day. He takes the chains off of them because Jocelyn's like, Where's why does mommy have a bracelet on? Or what is Gina have a bracelet on and why does Michelle have a bracelet on because kids are smart she's a toddler right and they yeah. start talking how does she I mean does he take her to doctor's appointments I mean no no doctor's appointment just... he does take her into public and he introduces her as his girlfriend's daughter Lord. so he takes her to parks he takes her all these places so um when they get older Jocelyn's speaking and he's saying Amanda and he's saying Gina so now they have to have fake names. He's smart. 
Like he's smart. He says, from now on, she's not allowed to call you Amanda or Gina. So it was like Chelsea and something else because he didn't want Jocelyn to go in public and say Amanda and Gina and somebody like us Mm -hmm. would be like, what? Yeah. Call the popo. Call the popo ho. Mm. So this is, and so now they had new names until it was done. Here's where in 2010 they could have got saved. Oh my gosh. Like, so. do you see how the years are going by? 2003, it's 2010 now. Mm-hmm. A neighbor heard banging coming from Ariel's home. They say that they saw a woman in the window. Oh. And that they were like, um, wait a minute, nobody lives there. So they call the cops. I love oh nosy people. Gosh, how many Always times the cops have the to cops. come over there and not do anything? They don't even got to put it in their GPS. They just know where this house oh. is now. Well, the cops show up. They knock on the door and they knock on the door. Well, Ariel doesn't answer. They're gone and they never come back. My God! Another neighbor, because as punishment, he would put them in the basement, and when he would go to work, they would scream sometimes. And a neighbor heard them screaming, and called the police. And the cops came again. Nobody answered, so they leave with no follow up. So now you've been there for child abduction charges because of the bus situation. Now they saw a random woman in the window, <laughs> and then now they heard screams coming out and of the basement, so nothing. They don't talk about it. Oh, oh, I went there. It's different police officer. Like, what the hell? Yep. Yep, yep, oh yep, yep. Gosh. The last one was they, behind Ariel's house, there was like a pasture, and there was like a retirement home. So there was these old people outside, and they could see into a little bit into the backyard and they say they saw a naked woman with a leash and a chain being beat in the backyard. Well, that I mean, that's sounds pretty unbelievable. I know, but I can see how it sounds unbelievable too. Well, yeah. Well, guess what? Police fail. <laughs> Once it's like, did they fire all Cleveland police? I this think time? they should have. I just, I can't, but you know, and then I think, um, my husband has a schizophrenic aunt and she calls the sheriff all the time for random things. So-and-so stole my figure ring off the shelf. I just saw a tiger on the well outside because there is a well out there where they live. Like all these rants. So police are probably like, oh, it's crazy. So-and-so again. Don't yeah, worry about it. Like it's that it's neighborhood. It's the same house. Over it's and the over. same house. You would think. Can you not come twice? I mean, unless how many times they get called at the same house over and over on yeah. that other house? I don't know. No, I ain't excusing the shit. Uh, yeah, that's. Um. Okay, so after. Gina finally, she's been the strong one this whole time. <clears throat> she falls in She this, never got pregnant? She never got pregnant. I don't know that she has kids now. So she never got pregnant. She's the only one that didn't get pregnant. And she falls into this deep depression where she starts to cut herself. And she's kind of been one, the stronger one. Amanda would always be the depressed one. Michelle was the one that got beat the most and got treated the worst. Just Gina kind of knew how to, like, work them a little bit. And she was the, the slower one. Well, she was, like, started cutting herself with these little plastic knives that would come in the bag, like, when he would bring food. So she was self-mutilating, and she was falling deep fast. <gasps> May 6th, 2000, 
13, this is the day. <gasps> Jocelyn comes up the stairs to Amanda's room and says, Daddy left and I want to play. And so Amanda's like, she didn't pay attention because he would use Jocelyn to play games like he was gone just to see if they would escape. Remember, they're not chained anymore because Jocelyn would see the chains. Well, then she, after a minute, they were she just was, there sitting in those rooms. Yeah, but he would padlock the doors on the outside. So before he came in, he put a lock and like it was like a master lock. So they were locked in and then the windows were boarded up. So they they were they were in a like a little room dungeon. So then she thought, wait a minute, Jocelyn just walked yeah, in. Yeah, I was gonna say, how did she get in? Because the door wasn't locked. So she waits and she waits because she's scared, because this has happened before, and she goes, No, daddy's down there, go get him, tell him to come here, go find daddy. So Jocelyn goes down. And she comes back and she says, he's gone. He left in the blue car. So she tiptoes down. Well, the other girls, they hear this and they're like, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Do we go? Do we not go? Nope. Scared to go. Not going. Like they stay. Amanda tiptoes down. And she like, can you imagine her heart beating? Because she just knew he was uh-uh. going to come out and beat the shit out of her. Oh well, gosh. nobody's there. She opens up the door and the door is open, but there's the screen door that's like latched, like lock, another padlock. And so she can't move it. She can't move it. She has Jocelyn upstairs just in case he does come out. Jocelyn doesn't see him beating her ass. She pushes on the door and she's screaming. Somebody's outside, a Mexican guy's outside. And he comes to the door and she says let me out let me out my man to bear my man to bear and he said and then another lady's coming and charles ramsey this black guy's coming and the mexican guy says no 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 and they leave what no 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 yes like no. basically this ain't my business and so it's like they leave and, but I don't, also don't, yeah i don't also don't know that they knew english to know what she was saying so they're just like, oh, maybe they're having a fight. It ain't our business. Well, Charles is like, Charles Ramsey's like, what's wrong? And she says, let me out. He's had me. I've been kidnapped. He's had me in here. Let me out. So he says, kick in the door at the bottom. You kick it, Charles. But he's thinking, I'm a black man. If somebody pulls up and I'm kicking down this door, I'm going to get shot. So she kicks it. He helps her like pull the door open. She runs into his arms. Jocelyn runs into the arms, and she says, my name is Amanda Berry. Call 911. <gasps> I have been missing for 10 years. Oh, 10 years. Let me play this 911 call because Charles Ramsey was an internet sensation for really? a while. Let-
and we've been in this bitch. She said her name is Linda Berry or some shit. I don't know who the fuck that is. I just moved over here, bro. Sir, 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 you know what sir, I mean? sir, you have to calm down and slow down. Is she still in the street? Uh, uh, Seymour, Avenue, is, this, is she still in the street, or where did she go? Yeah, I'm looking at her. She right now. She calling y'all. She on another phone. Is she black, white, or Hispanic? Uh, she white, but the baby look Hispanic. Okay, what is she wearing? Uh, white tank top, light blue, uh, sweatpants. Uh, like, like, like a white beater. Do you know the address next door that she said she was in? Yeah, 2207. I'm looking at it. Okay, I thought that was your address. So that, that house... No, no, I'm smarter than that, bro. I'm telling you where the crime was. Okay, not look, sir, we can't talk at the same time. Do you want to leave your name and number? Or name Charles number? Ramsey, R-A-M-S-E-Y. What's the phone number? So... That's Charles. Meet Charles Ramsey. Where Listen, was Charles at? Where was, was Charles at? McDonald's. <laughs> I wonder how much. Do they have like 18,000 McDonald's like right on the street? Like what's that? They were all going to this one that was right down the road. Yeah, I, I went out how... of McDonald's and you know, I came when I was walking and I said this bra beating on the door. <laughs> Listen, Charles did so many interviews after this. He was a little, he got his 15 minutes of fame. Plus, he got a little bit of oh. money because there was a reward out for um, Amanda Berry. And so if you want to look more what into What did he it, say? I don't know what her name is. Linda Berry. Brenda Berry. <laughs> Brenda Berry. Anyway, so if you want more with Charles Ramsey, um, actually, there was an interview with him. The cops found him after all of this, and they interviewed him. McDonald's gets another free advertisement. Oh, gosh. I think he says he's eating a uh, um, Big Mac, but he got famous because he says, you know what? I knew something was wrong when a little white girl ran into a black man's hands. <laughs> I know something got me wrong. <laughs> so I'm going to play that for y'all just because you're going to need a laugh at the end of this. So, okay, Charles makes a 911 call. You just heard it. Amanda also calls 911. Another neighbor brings her a phone, and she tells them that there are two more girls in the house. One of them is Gina De Jesus, and the other one is Michelle Knight. The cops go up the stairs, and Gina and Michelle are hiding because they still think Ariel's going to come up there and beat their ass. But Amanda didn't go in and be like, y'all, we're free. No, she she, she did not want to go back and she got yeah. her daughter. She did not want to go back in the house. She thought at any point Ariel was coming back home. So the police went in. They got her. When Michelle saw the badge, she jumped up in the police's arms oh. and they were free. So they come out this house like there's so much footage on it. Um, and they tell them who kidnapped him, Ariel Castro. So... Gina De Jesus's mama is watching the news and she's <gasps> three blocks away. Oh. She takes off mm. and she comes oh and um, they show her where the ambulance is. They put an APB out on Ariel Castro. She's, he was driving a blue Mazda Miata. That member, Jocelyn, was like, Daddy's in the blue, blue car. car. Yeah. When they find him, he eating damn McDonald's and passed out Him sweating. Him and with his, his brothers are at McDonald's. Charles had just saw him at McDonald's. <laughs> Came home. In this interview, he was like, I'm on the front porch eating my Big Mac. And I hear this some girl screaming. So he had just saw. Okay, so they leave and they 
arrest Ariel Castro and the brothers. Because they're like, this could be a whole family sex yeah. ring or something. Like, they just want to be careful. The girls get taken to the hospital. They were sick. They were filthy. They needed, like, full evaluations. They needed medicine. Mm-hmm. Michelle was the sickest, and she actually gets taken to hospice because she has, like, this bad stomach bacteria, like, oh disease. And she's in and out of the hospital for the first year of her, like, freedom. I bet. Um, and had she not been caught... Like around the time she did, she would have died in that house, and he probably would have just buried her in the backyard. And when they get weighed, Michelle weighs eighty-four pounds. Gina and Amanda are like one hundred and one and ninety. Like, oh my gosh! And she had the baby too, and she was and still she had that the baby small. and was still that small. Gina reunited with her family. Amanda reunited with. Her sister and her sister's kids. And Michelle. Michelle was at the hospital alone. She didn't feel alone because people were sending flowers and like teddy Mm. bears and stuff. And she felt more loved that day than she she has her whole life. She, all she wanted is to to find her son. So she calls the cop. She asks. She's like, listen. Yeah. I tried to go to the appointment, but I was kidnapped slash abducted when we figure out what slash it means. <laughs> and um, her brother see it on the news. And remember, she had Freddie and Eddie, or I can't even remember. Freddie and Eddie, one of them does come to visit, but she's so sick, she can't have visitors. Oh and my. she's just like, I don't, I can't. Like, she doesn't, she just can't deal with them at that time. So. Ariel gets arrested. They release the brothers on July 26, 2013. He pled guilty to 937 crimes. What? Yeah. Cleveland is like, oh, we got to fix this shit. Cops drop the ball. School district drop the ball. Like neighbors, community, everybody dropped the ball. Assault, rape, and murder. An unlawful termination of pregnancy. Oh, life shit. in prison without possibility of parole plus freaking Alcatraz or some 1, shit. plus 1,000 years oh, I've never just, even seen no uh-uh. anything like that so he had 177 kidnapping charges which I don't I don't know how you get that like is it yeah I don't know what that means it's, he Neither. kidnapped three people I don't know if that's day. I don't know what that means. 139 oh rape charges, which he raped them way more than that. He got that done in like a numbers? month. I don't know. I don't know. Seven gross sexual impositions because he would make them do the grossest things. Mm. Three felonious assaults and then one possession of criminal tools. So that's probably like the chains or something that he had. Mm. Um. That next month, that house was torn down. Good. And Michelle is the only one that attended it, and she released balloons that day. <clears throat> Gina and Amanda. Michelle, so she was able to get out of the hospital? Yeah, she. I mean, she was in and out of the hospital Just for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she wanted to attend that, so she attended that, released some balloons. On September 3rd, 2013, one month after his sentencing, what do you think he did? One month after his sentencing. He's in jail. He got McDonald's. He did not get McDonald's. He actually killed himself. What? 
Yes, this I knew this was gonna piss you off. How? He Ugh. takes a bed sheet and wraps it around his neck. Where do they hang this stuff from? That that it gets taught. You know, usually if you like have something, it'll he like was slipped through. He was on suicide watch. Cops checked on him. How does a bed sheet even hold your whole body? I mean, bed sheets, bed sheets are strong. They rip it. I think that's how Aaron Hernandez did it too. Like it's just common. Like, that's how they do it. I don't. They hung it from somewhere in the rafters. Well, the cops were checking on him about every 30 minutes, so he knew, like, exactly when to do it. Oh, now, mind you, asshole. he had been complaining about the food, about oh. how the guards have treated him the whole time, about the unfairness of the prison the whole time that he's been there. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I, was he beat any or, like, any tortured anything? Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. When they found him, burning in hell. his That's pants good, were but... down around his ankles. So then they were like, he's a gross ass. It was probably like some autoerotic asphyxiation, like he was masturbating, masturbating and choking like himself. Choking himself. What a- um, he's disgusting if that was the case, but they don't think it was the case because his pants were too big, his belt was too big, everything was too big. So Michelle, she'd been out for a while. She's been trying to fight. Do you, you need just a shot? see this disgusted look on my face right now? You, she looks so disgusted. disgusted. I think she's going to take a shot. I'm taking a shot. I don't even know what this is. Irish whiskey. Irish taking a shot. <laughs> Long as it ain't Puerto Rican nothing. I'm just mad at 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 Puerto Rico right now. Not really. I love Puerto Rico. I want to go. Somebody should send me a ticket. Oh, me too. I'll go with you. Let's go. Okay. We'll do some stories there. Okay. But I'm mad at Ariel Castro. Yeah. So, Michelle, okay, Joey, 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 where's Joey, Joey, right? I know everybody wants to know. So that's that's basically the end of the thing, but I'm going to tie loose ends like I always love to. Yeah, do it. So Michelle tried to find her son, Joey, okay? Yeah. Uh, Joey was adopted by a foster family two years after she got abducted. So by the time he was four years old. Mm -hmm. But this is an amazing family, and... They actually decided not to let Michelle see. They thought it would be because he, he would have been 13 years old now because she'd been in there. She'd been there the longest. I think she was there 11 years. Yeah. Gina was there nine. Amanda was there 10. She was there 11. He would have been 13 years old. They didn't want it to disrupt his life and the progress that he's made and how good he was doing. So she still did not get to see oh Joey. Oh my. Well, this I is like it. when I had a thump lump in my throat, listen to this. I know. And so did she. She's that good of a mom. You know, she was yeah. like, I understand. I understand. If he's doing good, she says, Can I just have a picture? She actually wrote them a letter and thanked them for adopting him and for raising him. And she knows he's going to be great. She says, Can I just have a picture? I have. I ha- she only had one picture, and Ariel tore that up. And they sent him a picture of, like, him growing up. So, like, a toddler picture and then, like, an adolescent picture and a teenager picture. Wow. So she keeps those. She doesn't even know that his name is still Joey. She- Michelle has written two books. One of them I read, and her new name is now Lily Rose Lee because... I Lily? Mean, like Lillian? <laughs> I don't think I she knew about not Lillian like though. that. But this is off a little bit. Guess who went and visited Ariel in the prison? Lillian. 
Desperate ass. Lillian, thirsty ass. Get out, Lillian. Get oh out of here, Lillian. Gosh. Lillian. Okay, so I'm reading this and I'm like, where's Michelle now? Where's Michelle now? And I'm thinking, and surely. Wait, yeah. Michelle. Oh, oh I'll Amanda. do it all. Okay. Michelle's yeah, yeah. the first girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's Michelle now? Because I'm thinking she's probably like, could you blame her for be, not being a le- for being a lesbian and not ever wanting like a male to touch your body? And then do you? I would never want a, a a Hispanic male to touch me anymore. Like this is stupid, but I would think it would just bring back so much trauma. Why is she married to Michael Rodriguez? <laughs> <laughs> and it is the love of her life. So you're telling me there is a chance. <laughs> <laughs> he is the love of her life. And he didn't even know her story. And she felt like she needed to tell him. So she was like, they dated for a year. And she was like, I think you need to, you should read my book. And he goes, no, I want to know you for who you are, not what you went through. Oh, God. So he knows, but like things that he told her, like he didn't go research it out. Oh, my gosh. They have a house. I mean, she's got to have issues. She's had a lot of um, counseling, um, and I'm sure she does. But her book is called Life After Darkness, and she mentors other oh, kids I who can't. have been through this. I, it's, they got you married. Can't even fathom like going the strongest person I've ever like, read about. A a week in a you're gone for eleven years. What were you doing eleven years ago? What was that? Well, we were the same age. So when I was like getting drunk and in college and then getting married and kids, like what? She was getting raped and beat. She was, she's 40 right now. She was born in April of 1981. I was born in April 1981. So she was like getting raped and I was going to homecoming games. Like it's just crazy in high school. And then I was going to college and she was tied up to a furnace. The motorcycle helmet over her head. Like, it's crazy. So they adopt animals together because she can't have kids. And she still devotes her life to Joey and still hopes that she meets him. And as of 2018, was the last thing I saw of her, she's still not seen Joey. And she has started a foundation called Lily's Ray of Hope. I'm sure she she will eventually meet him. I hope. I I would think. You know, typically kids want to meet their like biological yeah, yeah. mother or whatever. So Yeah. So Jocelyn, you wanna know about Jocelyn? Yes. Jocelyn's now fourteen year old year oh years gosh. old. She um is learning more and more about her dad because they're like famous, you know, at this time. Mm. Oh, was that growth shot? Mm-mm. And she's learning more and more about her mom's captivity. Oh Amanda's very sensitive to her and like, you know, like her learning these things. Um, they, the, there's this company that built them a house or re- renovated a, uh, I don't even know, but it's like two houses in one. So like the bottom floor is one f- whole house. Oh, the uh-huh. top floor is another whole house. They renovated it for free so that her sister and her family can live upstairs and Amanda and Jocelyn can live downstairs um, it's beautiful. Like she loves her home. She also wrote two books. Um, wow. Well, she wrote a book. Her and Gina wrote a book called Memoir Surviving Cleveland. And they established Cleveland Family Center of Missing Children and Adults. Like oh they founded, gosh. Gina founded that. 
And Ariel freaking Castro, he's still dead, living his best life in hell, probably like getting done in ass by John Wayne Gacy and Dean Coral. Like what kind of team is that? Oh my gosh, that's so true. Hopefully he's getting raped by John Wayne Gacy. And Lawrence Singleton, maybe he's doing too. Let me F you up really quick. Oh no. Because then I was like, where are his kids? Oh, Emily. Ariel's kid. Where the F is Emily? Because I always thought Emily was And sketch. what about the cousin? Deanna. Oh, she, she, she don't care. Yeah. She, she, she just like. Well, yeah. Michelle's mom went on the news at one point after this book came out and was like, oh, bef- when Michelle was rescued, she talked about all these great things that Michelle went through in childhood that was a lie. So she still hasn't talked to her mom oh my or her family. Okay, so uh la 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 emily 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 are you gonna talk about emily okay i thought emily was sketchy right I and did i was too. like so i was like was she in on it where is emily right now why is she in prison for serving <gasps> she's serving a 25 year sentence for attempted murder of her baby she what? slit thro- <gasps> throats of her 11-month-old daughter. What? This, she did this when the girls were still in captivity. Like, in 2007. She was 19 years old at the time. She was upset because her boyfriend, her baby daddy, was leaving leaving her. Like, was abandoning her and the baby. Ariel claims he did all this because his wife and family left him, so he had to create a new family for herself. So they have some abandonment and control oh, issues. Sure. After she slit her baby's throat, she tried to drown herself in a local creek. I just don't know how you try to drown yourself unless you jump off of a bridge into the water and you can't swim. Swim, But how do you drown yourself in a creek? I think it's all bullshit. I don't know. Do you wear like a weighted vest? It's a creek. Can creeks be? I mean, do you just maybe put your she, head underwater? She just put herself under. Yeah, I had. Did you just put your head yeah, underwater? Yeah. She did, tried to like. Did you use one hand to push it down underwater? I I just that was a bad attempt of suicide. She was not really trying to do suicide. Yeah. So they said she's depressed and whatever. Whatever. But yeah. I think that they actually knew something was going on. How do you not know that? How do you know that all your friends went missing? Like they're all tied back to you. And then how do you go to to your daddy's house? Your friends went missing. You go to your daddy's house. The boards, the windows are boarded up, and you ain't allowed to go upstairs. And then your little nephew comes and says, "There's some girls upstairs." So maybe that just drove her crazy. Or did she serve her friends up to her daddy? I don't know. So that's it. Oh, that is the story of Ariel Castro and how he abducted Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Gina de Jesus. You don't even have to read the book because I basically read the book. They're pretty. Go and look at them. Yeah. Which one's that? So that's Gina, that's Amanda, and that's Michelle. So what 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 was crazy is like they were eighty four pounds, 
but like within a couple years like they had all like can you imagine like here's all the food i can eat and nobody can tell me what i can and can't eat like they ate and they put on some weight uh, i mean anybody would but yeah 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 they were just like nobody is going to tell me when and where and how anymore ever oh my gosh that was so awful but it was was horrible necessary i don't even know i mean it was abduction and torture and i needed to find a story oh that's probably when they ate all the food yeah i would yeah. be eating all the food too yes kidnapping is taking away a person by force threat or deceit with the intent to cause them harm okay. but then the abduction is interference with the family relationship or taking a child from their parent oh so like daddy still in kid Oh. And taking them away. Yeah. So we, what do we need to call this month then? Does it need to be both kidnapped, abducted, abducted, and tortured? Because we're covering both. This is kidnapped. Yeah, this would be kidnapped. And mine would be kidnapped. But my other one where the daddy does it. That would probably be abducted. Well, we'll just, it's all, it's an umbrella. That's an umbrella. It's an umbrella. We'll just see. Yeah. All right, y'all, stay tuned. For the, it's like a three minute interview, but you want to hear it of Charles Ramsey. We're going to put it on right after this. So stay tuned after the credits. Remember you say that when you watch movies? Oh my gosh. Stay tuned after the credits. Caroline, tell them. Or do you want to scoop yourself? Sure. Or do you surprise them? Uh, the girl in the box. <gasps> Anybody? Anybody. The girl in the box. You this girl will get some anxiety. Is in a box. If you're claustrophobic. Just be warned. Take some anxiety medicine. Take some anxiety medicine or have a beverage. It'll give you a little But Girl in a Box is coming up in... In a week. Yep. In one whole week. Also, don't forget to RRS. Rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget to... Stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, Charles, let me talk to you. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, t- walk me through again what happened this afternoon. You, were, you, you heard screaming. Heard screaming. I meet my McDonald's. I uh, come outside. I see this girl going nuts trying to get out of her house. So I go on the porch. I go on the porch, and she says, help me get out. I've been, I'm, I've been in here a long time. So, you know, I figured it's a, a domestic violence dispute. So I open the door, and... We can't get in that way because how the door is, it's so much that the body can't fit through, only your hand. So we click kick the bottom, and she comes out with the little girl, and she says, call 911. My name was Amanda Berry. Now, did you know who that was when, you, when she said that? When she told me, it didn't register until I got the call in 911. And then I'm like, I'm calling the 911 for Amanda Berry? I thought this girl was dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and she got on the phone and she said, "Yes, this is me." And the detective uh, Cook, Cook, right here, Detective Gregory Cook says, "Charles, do you know who you rescued?" I said, "I said." Now, and when did you see? When did you see Gina? About 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 five. We're good. So about five minutes after the police got here, see the girl Amanda told the police, I ain't just the only ones. It's some more girls up in that house. So they went up there, 
you know, 30, 40 deep. And when they came out, it was just astonishing because I thought they were going to come up with nothing. I figured, I mean, whoever she was, and like I say, my neighbor, uh, you, you got you got the, some big testicles to pull this off, bro, because we see this dude every day. I mean, every day. How long have you lived here? I've been here a year. Okay. You still come up, bro? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot and listen to salsa music. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah. And you had no indication that there was not anything going on? Bro, not a clue that that girl w was in that house or anybody else was in there against their will because how he is, is I just, he just comes out to his backyard, plays with the dogs, tinker with his cars and motorcycles, goes back in the house. So he's somebody that you look and you look away because he's not doing nothing but the, the average stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nothing exciting about him. Well, until the day. <laughs> what, was, what was the reaction on the girls' faces? I can't imagine to see the sunlight, to be Bro, around people. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Something is wrong here. Dead giveaway. Dead Charles, giveaway. Charles, thank you very Dead much. Dead giveaway. Thank you very much for your time. And either she homeless or she got problems. That's the only reason why she ran into a black man. Charles, thank, thank you for being there, man. Charles Ramsey, neighbor, heard the screaming, took action, went and did what he needed to do. The rest is unfolding before us here on CMR. I'm going to send it back to you. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.